0: All right. Hello, Idiots on Parade, D2 Ugly for TV podcast. Hi, Jake. How's it going? Oh, it's going like it always does. I feel like I am a reasonable person and in an insane world. How are you doing? Good, good, good. Um, Let's just jump in and... uh, this is one of those weeks listeners where we didn't talk about what we're going to talk about like hey jake what do you want to talk about i don't know let's talk about this this is just you know i'm blogging on and throwing something right at jake but it's been in the news all day yesterday and today we are recording on november 17th on november 16th al franken hit the news and it went like wildfire jake any thoughts to start
1: Yeah, I was I was actually kind of surprised. It doesn't really seem like uh, he's he's the kind of guy that would do that sort of thing. But I guess that's been uh, that's been the last couple of weeks, man. Um, You get well. What do you you mean by the last
0: couple of weeks? Who surprised you in the last couple of weeks? Because Louis C.K. was no surprise. you know, who, that was
1: no surprise. Uh, the the George Takei one was, I guess, the Kevin Spacey one was. I you know because I, well, I I don't I don't follow Hollywood rumors really. Okay, um, the
0: Takei one seems to have gone away really quick because he issued a hard and fast denial. Not like I'm sorry well, yeah, or, I don't like remember this. It was literally. This like a is a lie.
1: Money. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I, I hear you, but it, you know there's there's been a lot of uh, the Sylvester Stallone one I guess was was surprising. Um, well, that's
0: that's also that hasn't percolated to the top yet because again, his his first response was no, this is categorically a lie. Now, if it goes anywhere, we will see. But uh,
1: sure, sure, yeah,
0: that one, I'm, I'm going to say yeah, it's sort of a surprise. But I I don't I don't know. But um, sir, so are you saying when you say it's a surprise, he doesn't seem that kind of guy? What uh, what do you think of the situation? Because I have very strong. Feelings on the situation as of right now, recording twenty four hours after the fact. It hit yesterday morning, and we are talking one day after the fact.
1: Well, and 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 remind me again, yeah, because I haven't read up a lot on this one. It seems like what he he went up and and kissed a model without really getting permission, something like that.
0: Okay, so this is the way I this is the way the story stands, and then I'll tell my feelings. Uh, she issued a statement that they were going to do that they were on a USO tour together. And on the first day of the tour, they had this script where um, they go on stage and she's like, let me bring in Al Franken. You know, she goes up and goes, hey, troops, how is everyone? Yay, thanks for serving our country. Let's bring Al Franken on stage. And he would walk up and try and kiss her and she would push him away or put his hand over her mouth and, you know, like, ew, gross. I don't want to kiss Al Franken. And it would get a laugh. Now, before the show, he said, let's rehearse this so we get it right. And she said, nah, we don't have to rehearse it. And she said he became very pouty and angry and said, no, we need to rehearse. And so she, I, this is where it gets fuzzy. But apparently they did rehearse. And in rehearsal, instead of just pretending to kiss or trying, she said that he really actively grabbed her and kissed her. And that's where she stands. And then after that, where I start to get angry, is a picture has come out with them on an airplane. And you can tell it's an airplane because he's wearing earplugs and it just looks like the inside of a C13. through. Some people are saying she's asleep and it's backstage. It's not backstage. He wouldn't be wearing earplugs backstage. Anyway, she's wearing a Kevlar vest and he's pretending to grab her breasts. It's an inappropriate and stupid picture. It's juvenile, but the look on his face is obviously this is staged. I'm doing this dumb joke that says, ha ha, Kevlar cannot protect you from me. But that's it. And she's saying that, like, he groped me. It's oh, to see that picture of being groped, like, like she was molested in her sleep when it's obviously a joke. He didn't touch her. And it was like, so people are saying, they're, they're, they're like, translating him taking a staged photo that's inappropriate, but not groping or assault and turning it into rape. Someone he masturbated in front of, me. like, Taking a three and elevating it to a ten. Now yeah, what,
1: that's well. That's kind of my issue with with some of these. Is um, it? Not all of these guys are Harvey Weinstein. Now it's now it's inappropriate, but yeah, they're they're basically calling a one a ten on this one.
0: And I'm someone, looking at
1: the picture right now.
0: Yeah, and someone online challenged me and said, "Have you ever had a picture taken like that of you? Do you know how?" I'm like, "I've had." balls put on me and pictures taken when guys pass out at a party you draw dicks on their face and you shove your ass in their face i have i I have my ass in a buddy's face so many worse things than that now i'm not saying she should not feel upset i'm not saying she should not not be angry but you can there are varying degrees of anger saying look I didn't like that picture. That was inappropriate. You took advantage of me while I was asleep versus, oh my God, he groped me and this is the worst picture ever and rape, rape, rape. I mean, that's what it's getting treated at. Now, I want, I'd want i want to go back. When he, when Franken issued a fantastic apology and I'm not going to read it because you can go online and read it, but his apology said, look, I did this. It was inappropriate. I have written a lot of jokes in my life that I thought were funny in the time and I realized later were not funny. I apologize. He took full credit but when it comes to the kiss backstage, he literally said, that's not the way I remember it, which I read to be, I'm not going to get into this right now because mob mentality is attacking me. So I'm not really going to say we were rehearsing a kiss and she was supposed to shove me and maybe I kissed her. I don't know that now if a bunch of women start coming forward and saying, yes, Al Franken grabbed my ass and, and shoved his tongue down my throat, then we have a pattern. Right now, we have a woman that was rehearsing a sketch. Who said the sketch got out of control, and maybe it did. She she he apologized, and apparently she accepted his apology. And if that was if that's happened the way she said, and he apologized, we're clear, and he should apologize. But I'm angry over the picture being treated as something else. Oh, and there's one more part, and then I'll shut up because I've been talking a lot. This woman is a shill for Sean Hannity. She goes on Fox and Hannity all the time, you know, just. Shitting on Democrats. So that makes me suspicious when she comes up with this, oh my God, this horrible thing happened all these years ago. And again, we're in a different climate where women feel safe finally coming sto- th- forward with their stories. So I'm not trying to play that angle of, why didn't you talk about it years ago? Um, because there is finally a safe time to talk about it for her. But it's suspicious that she's a big right wing douchebag suddenly attacking Al Franken for something that seems. Not that big a deal. And again, I wasn't there, so I say seems like I, I absolutely will eat my words if more of this comes out. But you know, these things usually compound immediately. I, I don't know. That that's where I land right now.
1: Yeah. And I, I'm I'm reading an article right now. It says that um, Trump tweeted something about Franken being an asshole because of mm-hmm. this. But it's it's like, well, wait wait a minute. For one thing, you of all people have no room to talk about mistreating women or being inappropriate or whatever and then also he's, he's he hasn't said anything about um roy moore roy moore so it's a little a little selective he, it feels like and i mean both sides do that sure
0: both but, sides do that but the president i mean he's making it very selective and
1: that's why i'm because roy roy moore's thing was about ten thousand times worse than this yes you know yes he was like fucking 14 year old girls he had there, there was a, like they wouldn't even let him in balls down there, I guess. yeah. <coughs> they and had, they're saying their were... security would be like, we have a code more. We have a code more. Don't <laughs> let him near the kids. like it's 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 just crazy, man.
0: and they they are saying that it's one of those things where it's a small town. and there were rumors about him for years that just sort of circulated. like so now for people to back mm-hmm. him, it's like it's it's not one person coming forward. It's seven women and then rumors for years in his small town and a mall banishment. There was a pattern of behavior there. And again, if there becomes a pattern, that's why when I opened this, I said, I feel like a calm, reasonable voice surrounded by chaos because the instant that Franken thing started, my response was, huh? All right. Picture doesn't look that bad. I get it. Stupid joke. Uh, okay. Her story, it sounds like, very inappropriate behavior. He should apologize. No woman should have to go through that. Should be, you know, kissed or groped or, you know, attacked backstage, whatever you want to call it. That. So let's just see how he responds and if more women start talking, but everyone else went straight to hey, blah, 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 in either defense or uh, condemnation of him. They're like, he must resign right now or fuck you. You know, Al Franken's awesome. There There seems to be no middle ground saying, let's just, and I have to say this. I felt the same way about Roy Moore. When the first accusation hit, I sort of went, eh, is this a smear campaign? Let's see where it
1: goes. Right, right. Especially with politicians, you do got to take a step back and realize that they they have enemies. There, There's a reason for people to set them up with this shit. Now, now that's not to take away from anything any victim comes forward with, but trying to act like there's not a good reason to... Uh, have somebody lie about a politician that's it's it's just not true. so you you really have to kind of look at that with a lot more scrutiny. but with in in Roy Moore's case, there's there's a bunch of these women they've come forward. they're on video. it's you know they're 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 all talking about it. it's 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 similar stories. and it, it it's really disturbing the people who are trying to say that this is bullshit because, it's not it's not like we have just some testimony and no last name or anything. It's a whole bunch of them, first and last names. It's it, on the record. It's, yeah, it's it's so on the record. like this is so blatantly it's it's I mean it's it's true. you know there's there's a bunch of these women. I don't see how anybody could deny it at this point. but um, you still have one side going, well, any, any all of this is fake news from the other side and so it, it you can't you can't really hold anything up against anybody in that kind of climate if if things are going to be so polarized that one side has its facts and the other side has just a polar opposite to that and that's their facts you can't you, you can't get anywhere which it's, it's just going to get worse man and
0: that that brings to mind two things. Um, quick on Al Franken again, in his apology, said, I would like to have an ethics uh, investigation opened against me. And you're not going to say that unless you have nothing to hide so you believe. Like his first thing was, no matter right. what anyone takes away from this, I'm sorry. What I did was wrong. I disagree with her description of me kissing her. But the picture is there, and that was inappropriate and stupid. Let's uh, So that's his apology. And when you talk about um, politicians and reasons to set them up, the first thing I thought of was the actresses now, or last week, accusing Steven Seagal of inappropriate behavior. Nobody has— No,
1: not Steven. He seems like <laughs> such a straight shooter. He doesn't seem weird or creepy whatsoever. Exactly. I'm not quieted. These women are bullshitting, man. Steven Seagal wouldn't do such a thing.
0: But the thing is, um, there's a reason that a woman that appears on Sean Hannity all the time would want to take Al Franken down. You have to see that. The women speaking out against Steven Seagal, the guy is a nobody these days. He is a C-list loser. He is so far past his prime. So to question them, to anyone that would come forward and say, yeah, back in the day, Steven Seagal, what a piece of shit. Any, they they have nothing to gain by, by quote, taking Steven Seagal down. You can't take him down. He's gone. You have to, like, automatically assume, yeah, I think these women are speaking out, you know, from a point of pain and reason because they have nothing to gain by talking about Steven Seagal. They have nothing to gain at all. When you have a politician, there's something to gain and you should be Again, like you said, you don't want to victim blame or not believe women, but you should take everything very measured. Okay, let's hear your statement and let's move forward. Um, the problem I will, with this woman say
1: on the on the on the Democrat side with the Roy Moore accusers, I w- it it seems it's a little bit shady in that they could have done this before the primaries. You know what I'm saying? It seems like they 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 held. This information, like it's, it seems like there was a little bit of, hey, uh, do you want to not go forward with this yet? And three, two, one, now. Like well, de- there was definitely some of that. I don't think it's a coincidence that it came out right now. Well, you say that the Democrats, said, but it was. Yeah, these are totally fucking true.
0: It was a Washington Post article. And let's take that back to the um, Ronan Farrow um, Harvey Weinstein article where NBC squashed it. No journalist, no um, institution, no media institution wants to get caught <laughs> with their pants down. So they, the Washington Post was probably compiling a, a factually driven story for a long time. They didn't want to just print it like, oh, we heard this right, rumor, get it out you there. Don't
1: You don't think it's a huge coincidence that it came out right now as opposed to in the primaries. I think it could
0: be a combination of and, and remember this Roy Moore has it came out a couple is like a month ago. It came out because of Harvey Weinstein changing the climate where women feel safe talking about what happened to them, which sure. is good. And Roy Moore was not in the spotlight running for a Senate seat. So right. well, it's that's like the Stephen what I'm saying thing. if if who, if who would have had an interesting story about this this, this uh twice removed nobody in Alabama a year ago? It wouldn't have made huge news i think it made huge news because he's running for the senate i don't know right. i don't no, know if it's that's what
1: i'm saying is i think they had this information a long time ago but they they wanted to wait until and see how the primaries turned out no 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 and i
0: disagree i think that the the women only started coming for i think there could have been rumors and when harvey weinstein yeah. uh, changed things the women started coming forward or someone did some investigative reporting i don't think it was hey let's wait till he's a senate candidate and then talk about him i think that we are in a climate where women can finally feel safe talking about this right
1: Hence- I, I i agree with that but i mean the the weinstein stuff started going on during the primaries you know what i mean so i i think they were oh getting, you think that I think it's they all started like that? about this a while ago i think they waited until he was officially the no i think they wanted to wait until he was the nominee to, to bust
0: the Weinstein story, so it would kick everything else open. You confuse me. No, no, no. Me. To
1: bust uh, to bust this open because the Weinstein thing had, had had been going on. I think these women came forward a, a while ago.
0: Mm, I guess I haven't followed the timeline on that, but I I had a thought, and then I because
1: the, with that that primary was just a couple weeks ago, man.
0: Well, it's it's coming up in December, actually. Or the um the, the original the,
1: one, the the original one I'm
0: talking well, about. Well, okay. The so what happened was. The, so that's what I'm saying. Um, okay, let me try and get this together in my head. You have the the Weinstein shit comes out. Women start to feel safe talking about their stories. Moore beats uh, a, a, a candidate in the Republican primary, and right. then he gets launched into the national spotlight as other women come forward and start talking about him because these women probably had no reason to think about Roy Moore. What I'm guessing is this. These women have had these thoughts about Roy Moore, these re- these remembrances, these horrible uh, memories of him for years, and he comes and goes, and again, they, they had these stories about him. These stories might have been local the entire time he was there. That we, We're hearing rumors right, but about as, him. Ban-
1: as he's up against the other Republican in the primaries, yeah, it, it wasn't necessarily huge national news, but it would have been huge news in Alabama. So that's that's when I think these women were coming forward. I think the Democrats kind of kind of put their feet in and was like, I want this to come out after he's the the nominee. Should he, should he win this? You know what I'm saying? Like it, I don't see that. I see it more the Washington
0: post, just putting
1: a story together.
0: And it just happened when it happened. If I, I think that sounds a little conspiracy theory to me, if it comes out that there are emails between the DNC and the Washington post. Sure.
1: But I don't think we're going to see that. Well, I I, know. I don't think we're going to see that, but I think, I think they're, they're, they're careful enough in that now, does that ex- I, I mean I, I think people have a point when they bring that up um, do I know that that's the case no um, would it shock me no but either way like none of that matters you know what I'm saying like like the fact is this fucking happened and was it probably a little gainsmanship on their part that this came out now instead of in the primaries when they could have elected um, when the republicans could have put forward somebody who isn't uh, banging 14 year olds yeah ab- absolutely but um, you, you know, that doesn't change the fact that this guy fucking still did this. And well,
0: I guess I'm still confused. The Republicans did have someone that wasn't banging 14 year olds. They had a Trump endorsed candidate that
1: lost well, that's to Roy I'm Moore. Saying, is I think the Democrats did not want that to come out, while that guy could have been elected instead of this guy. Does that make sense? It does. Uh, okay, I guess I. But I still um,
0: you know. Get the, uh, I, I just don't see that big a conspiracy theory.
1: Well, I do because the, it's 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 the Washington Post It's a left left leaning paper. You know what I mean? Like they they clearly take money from the Democrats and stuff. And I mean, it, do I, I don't know, know that's the way that. it happened? But I I would be surprised if these women weren't already coming forward because this was a big, this was a huge race in Alabama, and so they would have been like, oh yeah, that guy that's running right now and is the nominee. Uh, banged me when I was 14. You know what I'm saying? Like that's it's a huge race down there. They that that would have been when they were coming forward. I mean, it was was when this guy was huge in the news there. Now, it wasn't huge national news. It kind of was cuz he uh he was on stage with a weird cowboy hat waving a gun around. Um but other than that, yeah, it wasn't a huge national news story, but it was it was huge state news story. And these women are all in Alabama, as far as I know. Yeah. I think we're just getting confused now. <laughs> oh no no no! I I I still stand by it. I'm just saying that it, it doesn't matter. But like people people on the right are crying about this, going, "Oh yeah, they 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 totally waited to you, you know release the information." It's like, yeah, that's probably true, but it, the, the information's still there. That doesn't that doesn't make the information any less true.
0: Yeah. Well, either way, I I guess I don't know. I might. The only thing I have to say is, I wish that overall we could all just respond to everything with a sense of just play it out like, okay, let's treat this woman seriously, let's see what happens and move forward as opposed to hysterics on both sides about everything.
1: yeah, but but I think I think also it's it's a little bit convenient the the timing on this Al Franken accusation i I think a lot of this had to do with the right being like, Hey, we need to. We yeah, need have to do, one of our own. We need own. to shine the light on something on the left r- involving this, so we can go see. You guys annoy, uh, y- you know, sex crimes on your side too. But it's like, yeah, but the Al Franken thing—it's more than nothing. But it's 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 definitely not bangs a bunch of fourteen-year-old girls when he's in his thirties, and uh, yeah. they won't even allow him in the mall in the nineteen seventies when this shit was a little more under the table. You know?
0: It's. It seems like a distractionary technique. It's right. It, that's.
1: That's absolutely what I think this is. Yeah.
0: It's like let's get the light off this guy and put it on the Democrats. But, right. But. It, but. it's
1: not. It's not. It's not even. You know. Like. Yeah. One's a ten. One's a one. Sorry.
0: Exactly. But the thing is, they can make it seem like a 10 just by shouting and the people that will want, like the, the more supporters that are still going to vote for him, the, the, the ones that are literally coming out and saying, I would rather have a pedophile in office than a Democrat. Those are the ones that are going to jump all over this.
1: Now, if you want to look at like the total, I I, I mean, throughout history, you know, yeah, you got, you got Bill Clinton. I mean, the Democrats did the same thing with Bill Clinton. Just, Oh, what? Bunch listen, Never, never deny a victim of sexual assault or rape, unless she's accusing Bill Clinton, then she's a lying whore. <laughs> it's like, what? It's fake news from the right. Okay, all right. I, think it'll Which, be interesting. I, I don't know. If, I, don't, I don't think those women would have gotten uh, ignored and kind of shut out by the main media today um, if that was going on just with social media and everything, you know? Yeah. I, I, don't th- I don't think Bill Clinton would have uh, gotten by. I don't think he would have fared as well. I, uh,
0: I think it'll be interesting to uh, see if Clinton has a reckoning coming up, if Bill, like, because if, if, right now he's been flying under the radar for all the accusations that used to take place against him.
1: Bill Clinton is a smart man. You know, he knows the best thing for, this is the best time to be Bill Clinton as long as you keep your mouth shut. As long (laughs) as you just, you know what, turn your phone off, just stay on airplane mode for the next five months. That's what you need to do. Just hang out at a country club, drink some fucking mimosas, play a few rounds of golf. He needs to fly out of the Any of these guys opening their mouths right now, that that have any of this in their past i i just i you're a fucking idiot and i don't feel bad for you you know what i mean like why would you even say anything
0: well that that reminds me let me tell you a story um i want to write about this one too but uh the reason the picture of al franken that that everyone's saying that it's groping and it's sexual assault when it's clearly just a stupid childish picture uh, the reason that pisses me off is uh I read a I read a great article the other day, um or last night, it was written about Al Franken and how the Me Too hashtag could fall apart because of accusations like this where suddenly everything is a ten and nothing's a one.
1: Yeah, exactly. It it discredits uh I mean the serious
0: victims. Right. And it it there I read a thing saying that um It said at the beginning that some men are saying they feel uncomfortable, like, is this going to come back to haunt them or will anything come back to haunt them? And people are saying, no, not unless you have something to hide. And I have not thought of this in years, but I I had this happen to me once, God, 20 years ago, I was best man at my friend's wedding. And here is the story. Um, uh, His wedding was in West Virginia. And so what I did is I flew, we went to college together, there were three of us. And I flew to New Jersey and stayed with a buddy and the buddy and I in New Jersey rented a car and drove down to West Virginia for the wedding. And we were getting there like a day before, like we pulled up on a Friday afternoon and the wedding was on a Saturday. So we're calling, and this is before cell phones and all that sort of shit. Uh, So we had to go, we get to town and we get in touch with him and he said, hey, don't, I'm at work don't come to my house yet or don't go to the hotel, go straight to the tuxedo place and get fitted because it's Friday and the wedding is tomorrow. So my buddy and I drove basically from New Jersey straight to the tuxedo place. And we put on our tuxedos to stand in the wedding and mine didn't fit. And I remember this clearly because of, I would forget this if not for what happened. Um, I, I put on my tuxedo and I walk out into the regular area with the tailor, which was a woman, a tailoress, I don't know what they're called. And I, I let, I was holding my pants up and I said, Hey, they don't fit. They're too big. And she said, how big are they? I said, well here I'll, and I let go and put my hands in the air and my pants fell down about an inch. You could see my, the band on my underwear, which, you know, the way gangbangers walk around with their pants around their knees, nothing like literally you could see the, 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 my underwear, just the, the top band, the fruit of the loom part, nothing offensive. And she's like, okay, um, sure. Go back in and take them off and I'll, or she measured them or put a pin in them or something like they do because they're pants and they have to take them in. Yeah. And so, uh, change out of that leave. And then from there we go to where my buddy was working or home. I don't remember. So the next part is we walk in and see my buddy and he's just in this mood and he looks at us and goes, well, you sure make a hell of a first impression. And I'm like, okay, what are you talking about? He goes, my dad was at the tuxedo place when you were there i'm like oh well why didn't he say hi and introduce himself i'd never met his dad you know i met my buddy in college i never and he's like way to way to start things off on the right foot i'm like what what are you talking about he goes my dad told me what you did i'm like can you tell me what i did and apparently his dad had me coming out of the dressing room with my pants around my ankles, my dick out, you know, screaming and hooping out like woo waving my dick around and and being completely inappropriate. And I would I couldn't have been happier to have my buddy there because He's like, that. none of that happened. He walked out and his pants fell maybe an yeah, inch. Yeah, thankfully
1: you had a witness, you know.
0: Exactly. So I'm sitting there like, why the fuck would his dad? Well, his dad was a Baptist minister. I don't know if that plays into it. So <laughs>
1: I go <laughs> Page back. Page seven of Leviticus. Thou shalt not drop your trousers at the tuxedo place and wave thy dick around like heathens of Solomon Gomorrah. Well, and here's where the the
0: next part becomes interesting because I don't remember who said what first. So I go back, you know, that afternoon or maybe Saturday morning. I don't remember when, but I had to go get the tuxedo. So my buddy and I go back, uh, the New Jersey buddy, not the West Virginia buddy. We go back and pick up our tuxedos. And I can't remember if I asked the lady like, hey, was everything cool earlier or if she started it. But the woman said... You know, my if my husband had been here and seen you drop your trousers like that, you probably would have got a whooping. And again, I look at my New Jersey friend, I'm like, the pants dropped maybe an inch. You work in men's clothing, you should be like seeing men in their underpants if you're if you're changing them or dressing them or fitting them. Like I did absolutely nothing wrong and here this woman is telling me like and I'm thinking, is this how fucking backwards this small hick shit West Virginia town is where I broke some decorum where it just, it blew my fucking mind. And so a rumor could have been spread and probably was spread about me, this big city guy coming into the small town, whipping his dick out and showing his underpants. And to this day, and I hadn't thought of this in 15 years you know, I can call my buddy up, my New Jersey buddy up, and go, "Do you remember that?" And he'll go, "Yeah, that was the strangest goddamn fucking thing." And, and and so again, where I'm saying about taking a one to a ten, I can guarantee you that it was a one, and that's why going all the way back to Al Franken and that picture is a one. And I don't know what happened backstage with the kiss. You're know, like, people escalate shit, or we just see things differently. And that just talking about it now, I get. I don't wanna say frustrated, but like it boggles my goddamn mind that what I did could get translated into something so horrible. So what I'm saying is there could be stories out there like now we're at a situation where you, you know, like uh, touch someone and suddenly it's assault or 20 years later, this is what happened when it's like, I don't remember it that way. Who knows what's happening now? We, We seem to be living in crazy times.
1: Last time I got fitted for a tuxedo, they stuck a thumb in my ass. I had the polar opposite experience, man. They but did you complain or did you kind of like it? I I gave her a tip. You know what I mean? It was a nice, <laughs> it was a nice lady, older lady, but you know, whatever.
0: Exactly. Do you do you have any stories like that where where something? Do you have anything that comes to mind where you're like, shit? Could I be accused of something, even though you know? I know nothing happened. Did you have anything like that in no, your history? No,
1: I've uh, I've paid off all my victims, and uh, they don't exist, man. Um, yeah. <laughs> Sign signed contracts and everything. Well, good on you. They come forward about me. I can, I can ruin them in a court of law. Non-disclosure forms are important. All right, well, oh, let's yeah. switch
0: gears. I sent you an article. Do you want to talk about that, or do you have something you'd like to talk about, Mr. Um, Jake? Have you been watching Stranger Things? I got the flu on Sunday. On Sunday uh, night, about 6 p.m., I said, I am not sure, but I think something's going on in my stomach. I had the norovirus, not the influenza. I had the throw-ups. So at 9 p.m., I told my wife, I said, oh, yeah, or maybe it was 4 p.m. I said, I think something's going on in my stomach. And at 6 p.m., I said, yeah, there's—and I went downstairs, and I threw up several times— uh, it was gone by 1 a.m. I threw up my last time at 1 a.m. And I know this is a weird answer to your question, but when you have the norovirus, even when you're done throwing up and you're done everything else, I could not move Monday. On Monday, even though I felt fine in my stomach, I had no energy. So I fucking binge watched the almost the entire season one of Stranger Things because I'd heard about it for so long. Very nice. So yeah, the flu made me watch uh, Stranger Things. And I... I have finished season two yesterday, so I watched both seasons within several days.
1: Nice, nice. Don't tell me too much. I am, I I think I'm two episodes into season two. I love the show. Uh, Spoiler alert if you haven't watched the show yet. Listeners, just kind of turn it down a bit. Seriously, but all right. I know it's a horror show and with, with any horror science fiction show you really you do have to suspend a lot of disbelief the part where you go oh it wasn't realistic uh the, this part in the movie about flying aliens from planet whatever the fuck it's like yeah but it's not gonna be right that being said I it, it did bug me a little bit how right after season 1 it starts season 2 in like one month later or whatever and they just kind of go back to everything. They're just like... I thought I it was a year later, but I can't remember. Just, oh, oh, was it a year later? But either I think... way, I know that... Like, none of them moved away. They're all like, "Ah, the portals to hell just opened up, but I'm not selling this. I just refinanced. <laughs> Fuck that. Um, hopefully the portals to hell stay closed and don't open up again. And I'm sending my kids back to that same junior high where they almost got eaten by uh, alien zombies from another dimension. Well, to be fair...
0: Um... And listeners, if you're trying to find a spot to come back in, I don't think that was much of a spoiler. So if you want to listen, if you want to go back and hear what Jake said, fine, Um, because I'm going to start justifying what Jake said. To be fair, it was only one parent that really knew what happened. And at the beginning of season two, she is taking her kid for treatment at the same facility with the only people that she can talk to about it. They say it might be later on. I'll tell you, Jake, spoiler alert this, I'm not going to give anything away. At some point in season two, they do talk about all the contracts, all the non-disclosure contracts they had to sign in order to not get in trouble or just be disappeared and put in jail like the government can make you do. So at the beginning of season two, she's taking oh, no, her kid for treatment. Oh, no, I them not to talk.
1: I'm yeah, but I'm just saying, saying as far as I'm moving away, the house. only, only the kids, the, like, the, the kids knew. Like, what are the kids going to do?
0: Mom, dad, we got to leave. There's a, dimension world that that you know only winona riders the only one that knew and the, the sheriff but you know it was left with a matter of okay this is all done it's over i mean to me the bigger one would be uh, the movie poltergeist do you remember when they exercise the poltergeist oh actually they are moving it happens on their moving night when it comes back and destroys the house so yeah it i i'm I'm kind of okay with them living in the same town, I guess I'm
1: saying. I mean, it doesn't ruin the show for me. I just found it odd. I was like, wouldn't, wouldn't you fuckers leave? And even even the kids. Yeah, I, I would absolutely tell my parents. I'd be like, listen, I know this is going to sound weird. We have to move. Come with me and we're going to talk to Winona Ryder. And <laughs> Winona Ryder's going to tell you everything. Uh, slight,
0: again, I'm not stealing anything. I think he's probably in the first episode already. But Sean Astin is in season two, uh, the the guy from Goonies and the Lord of the Rings, the Frodo, I think. Oh, or, yeah, 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 he is in it. And I just wonder what it would be, must have been like for him to grow up, because when he was a kid, he was probably like, holy shit, Winona Ryder is just the most beautiful actress around. If I could star in anything with her, if I could make out with her, that would be like the role of a lifetime. And here it is happening to him all these years later where he plays uh, Winona Ryder's girlfriend in season two of Stranger Things. And it's like, ah, you know, good things happen to good people.
1: Good for him. Yeah, and more specifically, when he was thinking about that, he was like, if I was ever starring in a movie where I made out with Winona Ryder, I'd probably have to get in really good shape. Turns out (laughs) it's the opposite. You know, he's kind of fucking chunky. He had had to do the opposite. You never never know. It's, it's, It's a twisty world.
0: This is true. This is true. Yeah, I I had heard about it forever, and I finally was just like, all right, let's see what this goddamn show is about. And I cannot lie, I found it very impressive. I I enjoyed it. I can see why the kids
1: are into it. Oh, yeah, it's a really good one, man.
0: But uh, like Jake said, don't want to talk about it too much. Don't want to give any spoilers or uh, give anything away because there are people... I posted something on Facebook that I didn't think was a spoiler. It was just... um, I posted the status Jesus. So I guess they're gonna have a running theme now of Steve getting his ass kicked in every season and someone got pissed, like, Hey, I didn't know that. I'm like, Okay, so great. <laughs> you know Steve gets beat up in season one. Now you know he gets beat up in seasons two. It was just a dumb joke, but
1: He was wait, that's that's the kid that uh the, 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 the girl's dating? Yeah, he has the big poofy hair. Yeah, well to be fair, he has a very punchable face. I every time <laughs> that kid is on screen, I just wanna dive into my TV set. Like that girl in the ring, but the opposite, and just beat the ever living fuck out of him. So, I I'm not shocked.
0: Uh, fair enough. All right. Well, wait a second. What? Uh, how much time have we done here? Are we? Hold on. Let me look at my recorder. Oh shit, dude, we're past thirty minutes. All right, we can sign off. That was that was, that was fun. Um, listeners, the one thing that I I mentioned to Jake a couple days ago, I sent him a link that was. Uh, We've talked about it in the past, which is why I thought it might be fun to talk about again or sad to talk about again is the link U.S. Army now taking applicants with histories of mental illness, drug abuse and self mutilation. So I think it was a couple weeks ago we talked about how recruiting standards keep dropping and they've dropped again. So listeners, if you have a mental illness or like to cut
1: yourself, uh, you can join the, the Army. Go right ahead. Yeah, you know, it, it's it's crazy because people, what was it, a, a month ago, people were all upset about Bo Bergdahl not, not doing time or whatever. Yeah. Um, and my thing was, don't so much get mad at him. Get mad at a system that allowed someone who was clearly mentally ill uh, to go over there and, yeah, here here's a gun and here's just... Here's an opportunity to put you and other people in a dangerous situation with your mental illness. And that, that's the side that never came up. You have one side going, he should, uh, he should be killed because he um, put people in danger. He's a traitor. And, Fucking you know, throw he's him a traitor. in a And then you have another side going, no, nah, I didn't do nothing wrong. <laughs> it's like, well, no, it's, it's in a weird gray middle ground. But what you can definitely say about that guy is that he was mentally ill. And I don't need to i I don't even need the 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 past where where he he had gotten kicked out of the coast guard in basic training for mental illness like I didn't even need to know that i I was over in the province right next to that guy's province um like while he was missing and it's it's not the kind of place where you would ever get the urge to leave the fob unarmed or by yourself or i'm gonna go start a new life up here and raise chickens and fucking not have running water and it's it's dangerous and it's it's it's, you know like it's, it's not it's not the kind of place where anybody goes to start a new life even if they live in afghanistan all right so to even want to leave the fob and, and do that, you you have to be mentally ill. It's 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 almost one of those things where it's it it's like, hey, did the, the guy that stuck a firecracker up his ass and lit the fuse is he mentally ill? Well, yeah, he's by definition. You got to be a little fucking nuts. So um, they they should be cracking down more on mental illness, not 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 going the other way. I I just can't believe right after people got so upset about Bergdahl not doing any time. Uh, they're completely uh, ignoring what I think is the main reason that kid did what he did, and and that's that's mental illness. They're saying fuck it, um, so that's going to continue.
0: Well, yeah, they're they're literally taking people that won't work well in a situation or don't have the capacity, and then getting angry at them for not working well in that situation, and it right. makes no sense. And they're the. I, I closed the article about the one I sent you. If you remember, it's like they're they're not meeting their recruiting goals. So their method of meeting the recruiting goal is to lower the standards. And right, and that was going on where just, I was in too. Yeah, they and now people, it's just you know. They, at, at what point do you hit bottom? At what point do you hit bottom? Like instead of like everyone talks about how the Israeli security force is, they they talk about how they're they're for how many years uh, there's never been a terrorist takeover of a plane in Israel because it happened once. And then they train the shit out of there. So they, they go for quality over right. quantity. Like everybody's a member of the draft in Israel, but when it comes to elite uh, fighting forces, they, they don't try and make numbers. What they do is they, they, they just try and get, make people good.
1: We well, have yeah, it, it I mean, Israel, it's just kind of like when you, you talk about, uh, Finland or somewhere and you go well everybody's got really awesome health insurance and the prisons are like hotels and it's like yeah we that's because it's it's a smaller population it's a healthier population and it's 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 a population where they're they're not getting locked up as much you know uh we're huge it's like Israel is not spread out all over the world you know Israel is not trying to occupy half of the goddamn globe with its military and that that's kind of a problem right there. That's sort of what how how Rome spread itself out to like we're kind of doing that on a global level. And if if you're trying to do that, then yeah, you're gonna you're gonna need numbers. And that's that's what they're doing right now. And that's another thing we're not talking about with this is hey why why the fuck do they need so many extra troops? Shouldn't he be scaling shit back? I thought he was gonna scale shit back. Thought he didn't want to be the world's police anymore. That's and just exactly. what he said when he's running. You know. But it, it never comes up. We don't we don't really talk about foreign policy that often, in this country, even though um, we're we're major players on the world stage, particularly when it comes to our military. But it's yeah, it's something that never really gets discussed.
0: Well, we're talking about it, and uh, listeners, it's time for you to take this podcast, and uh, we'll talk about it. Actually, you do, do before something we, before
1: it. we sign off. I do have a, a short funny story about oh, okay, the lowering cool. the standards. So uh, when when I. When I got in, they made me take something called called the ASVAB test, and what that is, is it's like an educational test to that the, the entire military uses all the branches. Um, and it's it's really basic, man. It was an easy test. I scored upper ninety percentile, and I am not a genius by any means. Um, easy fucking test. That being said, I chose to go into the infantry as a job, and that job requires the lowest score on the ASVAB test of any other job uh out of 100 you only need 34 to get into the infantry you need a 34% and out of 100 waivers to guys for that to get in like it, 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 I'm like wow you couldn't get a 34% there was one kid that I was in basic training with uh people were just kind of sitting around talking about the waivers they had to get to get in a lot of it was medical some of it was criminal record stuff you know but uh, This this kid, really, really a rural kid from Georgia, he goes, Yeah, I had to get me a waiver to get in. And we were like, What'd you have to get a waiver for? And he was like, The ASVAB took it twice, couldn't pass it. And I was like, Dude, you only needed like a 34% on that. And how, what, what did you get? And with no shame whatsoever, he goes, 19. 19. 19. And I'm like, What did dude it was a multiple choice dude all the questions were multiple choice there was four answers you literally could have put a for every answer on that test and scored higher than a 19 holy fucking shit man
0: the best and the brightest oh yeah best and the brightest all right kids thanks for listening thank you for telling other people to listen to us thank you for leaving reviews for us if they are positive uh uh Please don't say bad things about us, it makes us cry. Yeah, anyway, yeah, fucking um, quit it. Yeah, uh, anything you want us to talk about, so shoot us a message and there you go. All right, thanks for listening. Later.